0: friends and welcome back to a brand new episode of the unbreakable you podcast i am crossing my fingers that my audio is good and i sound like normal or even better than normal i obviously did a test run before recording today and from what i can tell it sounds good (laughs) but here's why this is a little bit of a concern for me um First of all, my tech guy, my husband, Scott, um, you guys know him. He's been on the show before. Well, he is sick in bed right now and I do not want to get sick. So he's been quarantining while I have been not seeing him and not being around him so I don't get sick but anyways like I said he's usually my tech guy and basically what happened last week after recording last week's episode and while I was in the midst of editing it the speakers on my laptop blew up like they it made this crazy sound and now they just don't work so I have to use headphones all the time with my laptop but I have a podcasting mic anyways that's kind of the long story short of it Um, as to why I'm just like crossing my fingers this week's episode sounds right and sounds good like I said hopefully um, it sounds like normal and best case scenario maybe it even sounds better than normal since I'm doing something different and wearing headphones. So anyways, um, yeah, I am going to put out a request for some love and healing vibes. <laughs> um, Scott's really sick and yeah, you can wish him well, but like, I, I need the healing vibes. <laughs> I need like the protective energy because, I desperately do not want to get sick and as we all know Christmas is quickly approaching it is almost here how is that like we have the rest of this week and then next week and then Christmas is here so I definitely don't want to be sick for the holidays Um, and just seeing him go through what he has been through over the past week um not fun so and I have clients to see I have work to do I have podcasts to record so anyways all the healing vibes is being sent our way please if you can do that for us um speaking of healing vibes if you read the title of today's podcast episode, which I am sure you did because who goes into a podcast episode without reading the title of it? Um, Today, we are talking about surgery and how we can support ourselves through a somatic lens and the understanding of the nervous system, how we can actually support ourselves going into surgery. So the reason I'm talking about this today, I know last week, if you listened to last week's episode, I was answering questions about my completing my three-year somatic experiencing practitioner training. And I have a lot of amazing questions from you all that I eventually want to answer and will answer here on the podcast in future episodes. And I talked about answering those questions in this week's episode, but I actually received a message from a really sweet human that is a listener of the podcast and she also is just uh, in my Instagram community and she messaged me and let me know that she is getting a similar surgery to what I received back in April. So uh, I know a lot of you are familiar with my emergency surgery that I had back in April, but instead of sending you back to the podcast that I recorded back in April, basically just a really quick summary is... Um, March of 2022 I found out that I had a very very large cyst sitting next to my right ovary and I was put on a wait list to receive surgery and unfortunately like they just didn't do it immediately. Unfortunately, like they put me on this wait list. Um, And then I was actually in Kelowna at my somatic experiencing practitioner class in April. And I started to feel really, really ill. And I was experiencing a lot of pain. I was rushed to the hospital and they discovered that the cyst caused my ovary to twist around itself three times. And so I was admitted and had emergency surgery and they removed a cantaloupe sized cyst from my pelvis so um you know i have experience firsthand just within this year with an emergency surgery and like i said this sweet soul from our community messaged me letting me know that she was having a similar type of surgery just within oh the next week or so and um she was just kind of looking for some support or any advice or tips that I had um prior to her surgery and what a lot of people don't realize is that when you go through the Somatic Experiencing Practitioner course, there's actually an entire module about surgeries and how we can actually support the nervous system in going through such an event. And I thought that was so fascinating and what's actually super cool is I had already completed that module prior to having my emergency surgery. So I really like, I can speak to this firsthand, um, that what I learned through my somatic experiencing training, um, like it, it truly did. I, I think I had a totally different experience with my surgery because of my knowledge that I gained from the somatic experiencing program and just like my understanding of the nervous system and how we can actually support ourselves during a surgery or during like certain situations, and in this case, surgeries. So, I let this member of our community know that you know, I could even speak to this not as someone who has gone through surgery before, but as a somatic experiencing practitioner um, who has like kind of this other knowledge as well. And I let her know that I wanted to record this podcast episode for her. And it's funny because I was actually wanting to record a podcast episode on this exact topic because one of my very close friends had surgery recently and it was a very significant surgery so her and I jumped on a call and we just kind of like chatted through some things and um, anyways it's just been a topic that's on my mind because I know I've talked about my surgery here on the podcast before but I haven't really like Spent an entire episode talking about how you can approach an upcoming surgery um, and like how to support yourself. And as I was saying that, I kind of like lost my train of thought because I was like, wait, did I record a podcast episode about this? But, you know, I'm just if (laughs) we're just going to cover the same topic again, if I've already recorded this. So anyways, let's get to it. Let's talk about ways to support your body, support your nervous system, support yourself approaching surgery. So I think the, a big thing with surgery is receiving anesthetic, right? So this is something that really like freaks a lot of people out. There's a lot of hesitation, a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions around receiving anesthetic and then, you know, being put under, as they say. Um, it can be a really like, activating or emotional experience to even think about or hold in your awareness that you know know this is something that's going to happen. Now, one of the most helpful pieces is to know that the way you go under is how you will come out. So, and I'm going to go into more of like what I mean by that, but a lot of people, like you hear a lot of like stories and other people's experiences about coming out of the anesthetic and being like so confused and really scared and super dysregulated. Um, and one way that we can support ourselves is making sure that when we receive the anesthetic and we're being put under that we actually are calm because that's going to like the understanding of it is is that however we go under is how we are going to come out of the anesthetic and i thought that was so interesting when i first learned about that and then I actually got to practice that in my real life like it was so cool so um when I received the anesthetic I was just making sure that I was super calm and I was like, I remember feeling so calm and I can talk a little bit more about ways that we can support ourselves in doing that. But I remember being so calm when I was receiving it. And then obviously I don't remember anything, um, during the surgery, which took a few hours. I forget exactly how long, But I remember when I came out of the anesthetic, I just like woke up and I remember looking at the clock and thinking, oh, what time is it? And I knew exactly where I was. I wasn't worried or panicked or freaked out or anything like that. I was super calm, exactly like how I went in. So I think that's really powerful to know if you are receiving surgery um, or going to have surgery and you have this knowledge that if you are in this calm state while receiving the anesthetic that you're actually going to support your nervous system in coming out of it and being really calm and having this calming experience as well and not being freaked out or disoriented as to like where you are. And so that is my first piece of advice. Now, okay, like, you know, I guess the next question would be okay but like what if I'm really freaked out like how do I actually access this regulation or access this calm so I do think I was at an advantage here because at this point in my life I was like two and a half years I think or two years into my somatic experiencing journey and so I was learning about somatics I was receiving somatic therapy and I was like in class doing a lot of this nervous system healing work and so I had a very regulated nervous system anyhow and knew how to support myself in accessing this regulation so if you are on like let's say a wait list for surgery and you know your surgery is maybe a few months or longer Ahead of you, you know, maybe you have to wait a few months or more um, to receive surgery. Maybe this would be a good time to just consider working with a somatic experiencing practitioner to support you in regulating your nervous system and being able to support yourself in regulating your nervous system during times that can be very stressful or dysregulating so that's something to consider if you know that you have a surgery coming up and there's time to have a few sessions or more with a practitioner that is like well-versed with this type of work that would be a place to start however if you Don't have that available to you, or if that's not an option, um, something that can be really helpful is noticing, even if something feels really scary, or if you know that you're feeling dysregulated. Before receiving the anesthetic, for an example, is bringing your awareness or your attention to something that actually does feel feel good. And so, for an example, when you're receiving the anesthetic, you're likely going to be lying on a hospital bed. There are likely going to be doctors on either side of you. So maybe the, and I always have trouble with this word, but the anesthesiologist is going to be on one side of you. And, um, the surgeon is also going to be right there. So there's going to be at least two healthcare professionals right beside you, probably more. Um, and there's probably going to be a really, bright light above you, right? So I say these things because these are things that might not feel really good. You know, being on this kind of hospital bed, lying down, facing up, looking at These people that you probably don't know and this bright light shining in your eye. Okay, so there's things that probably aren't going to feel super good for you. But here's where this regulation piece comes in is noticing something that possibly does feel good. Now, in that moment, something that might feel good is even just noticing your weight on the bed beneath you. Now, when we're trying to support our nervous systems in accessing more regulation or accessing that ventral state is noticing anything that like supports us in accessing the here and now. And so One thing that I really do like is noticing the weight of my body on whatever it is that I'm sitting on or resting on, lying on. So even just like as I record this podcast for you right now, just even noticing the weight of my body on my office chair and then I have my... Legs kind of balancing or resting on a stability ball underneath my desk. And just noticing that brings me right here into the moment and i feel really calm and things are moving slow and i just that feels really good for me and so that can be something that can support you if you are about to receive the anesthetic and you're not feeling super regulated at that moment or you're noticing a lot of activation in your system is getting curious about something that actually does feel good for you and seeing if you can hang out in that, in what feels good for you. So there are two other things in addition to focusing on or supporting yourself and being calm when you receive the anesthetic because then you're going to come out That way, how you go in is how you go out is what the understanding is. And like I said, I experienced that firsthand so I can speak to that. And it is the truth in my experience. Um, So the other two things that I want to offer is noticing your supports. So this is something that can also support you in that regulation or finding access to that regulation before receiving the anesthetic. This is something that I did as well. So prior to my surgery, because like I mentioned, it was emergency surgery. I was two provinces away. Like I live in Saskatchewan and I was in BC at the time. And luckily I was so fortunate that my mom was actually able to fly out and be with me a few hours prior to my surgery and I just felt really grateful for that but not only my mom but I had two aunties where I was in Kelowna and they like never left my side during that whole time so I had a lot of supports around me Um, but these supports that I'm talking about don't actually have to be present with you during the surgery, right? They don't have to even be in the hospital with you, but maybe you know that there's like, maybe your parents are thinking about you, or maybe you have friends that are thinking about you, or even just knowing that the surgeon is competent and educated and trained in doing what they're doing. So what I'm saying here is it can be really helpful to bring your awareness to all of the supports that are around you or available to you because that's really what we want to notice during a time like this is the support that we have around us. Like I said, this was another extremely helpful thing for me. And then kind of in addition to that is the power of prayer or love or healing intentions. So even if you don't believe in a god or a higher power or if you do you can reach out to people prior to your surgery and just let them know that you know let's say on friday at 3 p.m i am booked for surgery and i would just really appreciate it if you either said a prayer for me or you just sent some love my way or you just held me in your thoughts and in my heart uh, or in your heart and those are things that I did and those are things that I would also encourage you to do because I really do believe in the power of either prayer or being love being sent your way or people just holding you in their minds and in their hearts. I personally didn't share a lot about what was happening to me prior to my surgery because It was very sudden and it happened very, very quickly. So, you know, it's not like I was on my phone posting to social media. I was literally sitting in class one morning feeling totally fine. And then by 2 p.m., I was on the bathroom floor in extreme pain. So it happened very quick. And then I received surgery the next evening. Um, So, What I did do was prior to my surgery, I did text some friends and let them know obviously what was happening to me and um, I just asked them if they could either say a prayer for me or send some love my way or hold me in their thoughts while I was receiving surgery And I also did the same thing on social media. So, you know, I have a platform on Instagram and I figured I'm just going to post and ask for anyone's well wishes and prayers and love and healing intentions being sent my way. So I did that, but you most definitely don't have to, but I would encourage you to ask the supports in your life like whether that's through a phone call or a text and just letting even a handful of people know what's happening when your surgery is and just asking them to say a prayer for you or send love your way or just hold you in their thoughts in their minds and in their hearts during your surgery. I really do think that played a huge role in my experience and with how well things went for me and just even like the aftermath of it all as well um, just how everything played out and so those are three really big things one other thing that I did not mention is being really like well informed about your surgery. So when an experience is a traumatic experience, these tend to be the experiences that happen too quickly or too fast or too much, right? These are tend to be experiences where we actually don't have Enough information about what's actually happening. And so prior to your surgery, I really do also encourage you to ask your surgeon or your doctor or whatever healthcare professional you're working with, like ask them questions. Ask them all the questions that you have about your surgery, about pre-surgery stuff, about after surgery stuff, post-surgery is the proper term, but make sure that you feel like you know what's happening. Don't be, you know, this is not a time to be shy about things and not ask questions that you have, right? So I really do encourage you to Ask the questions that you have and make sure that you feel like you have all of the information that you need so you feel confident going into this. I think that's like another really important piece. For an example, um, before going into my surgery, it had already been like a day and a half pretty much of... My ovary being twisted around itself three times. And so I was well aware because my surgeon told me several times, but I was well aware that the likelihood of me coming out of the surgery with both of my ovaries still uh was very slim. You know, after a day and a half of one my right ovary being twisted around itself, they told me it was very likely that I would only have one ovary after this. And so that really helped me knowing that because, you know, if I didn't know that and then came out of my surgery with one less ovary but no one had told me that that was even a possibility that would have been very alarming that would have been a lot very quickly right and so just making sure that you're well informed all of your questions are answered and you just feel confident. Um, and you just don't have any unanswered questions. I think that's a big thing here. And, um, you know, for me, like I said, I was told over and over and over again, that it was very likely I'd come out of surgery with only one ovary. And so I was extremely surprised when I was told that they were actually able to save my ovary. So I do still have both of my ovaries. But the point of that example and that personal share was that had I not known that wasn't a possibility or, you know, let's say I just thought, you know, oh, they're just going to remove the cyst, it would have been very shocking had I come out and been short and ovary you know what I mean so just making sure that all of your answers or all of your questions are answered can you tell it is evening when I'm recording this podcast for you um I think I'm just tired you know it's been a long week um taking care of a sick husband so anyways I hope this podcast episode was helpful for you. And even like post-surgery, I know this is kind of like a how to support yourself prior to a surgery episode, but the body goes through a lot post-surgery. And so if you're listening to this and you've already had surgery, but now maybe it's like piquing your interest and you're like, wow, maybe you know, I can receive some support through this somatic therapy now after my surgery. Absolutely. Right. Because the body holds on to that entire experience. And so even if it was a pleasant experience, like mine was like, I, I left my surgery experience feeling so grateful and, just like all the stars aligned um with like the timing of everything like it was truly the best outcome for me like i said it like i did not think i would have my right ovary post surgery but i did so it was truly like best case scenario for me um but even with such a positive experience i still and, you know, need to support my body post-surgery. So I just wanted to offer you that whether you are awaiting a surgery or maybe you're, you've had a surgery, somatic therapy can be really supportive for your healing. I'll just leave you with that. So I hope this podcast episode resonates with you. I hope it's supportive if you are awaiting a surgery and please never hesitate to reach out to me and ask me a question because who knows it might be a really great podcast episode topic and if you are going to have surgery don't hesitate to reach out and ask me for some love or some prayer or some healing intentions because i would love to offer that for you and you can always think of me as one of your supports as well so thanks again for tuning in to another episode and i will be back next week with our last episode before christmas holidays Thanks for